Welcome to the Elite Podcast, where we discuss business, family, and life. Now, welcome to your hosts, Mr. H. Rod himself, Henry Rodriguez, and Ryan Arditi, the SCV MVP. Ryan, we did it. We're finally here. How long has this podcast been in the works? For a while. It's been a minute. Maybe two weeks? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who don't know us, my name is Henry Rodriguez, your favorite insurance guy, and I am with... Ryan Arditi, the SCV MVP, one of your favorite real estate agents here in Santa Clarita. And we're super excited to launch our new podcast, Elite. All right, man. Well, why don't we introduce ourselves to the world a little bit and give, you know, maybe a minute or two of our, about, our, about our background. I think everybody knows you, right? <laughs> so tr- should I start or should you start? How about, let's, let's start with you, Diddy. All right, I'll start with me. Uh, so I'll be honest, uh, I'm a real estate agent here in Santa Clarita, been doing real estate about 20 years. Uh, I never really wanted to be a real estate agent. Henry. Really? Yeah. Okay. I just, you know, I looked at sales as something that just didn't really spark wait, my wait, interest. Wait, 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 one second. Yeah. Your name is Ryan Arditi? <laughs> it is Ryan I thought, Arditi. I thought I was on this thing with Jeff Brandolino. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it might be catfished here. So I do look like Jeff Brandolino uh, on a we're, Sunday morning. We're disrespecting Jeff now? Okay. Well, the Jewish version of Jeff, right? Don't you think it's better? Uh, Maybe. Uh, something people don't know about me, I invented duck lips. Yep, I invented duck lips, not going to lie. You're talking about the duck lips with a selfie, that duck lip? You invented that, you're coining that right now. Okay. I'll show you my senior prom picture, okay. duck lips. Wow. Okay. Literally, yeah. Okay. So, uh, But I love real estate now. I try to provide the ultimate experience, so uh, I'm looking forward to uh, blowing up this podcast. I like it, man. I like it. And again, my name is Henry Rodriguez, owner and operator of the Rodriguez Agency here in Santa Clarita. God, Diddy, this April will be 12 years of business. 12 years? 12 years, man. I feel like I've known you for 30. <laughs> what is going on right now? 12 years in Santa Clarita, um, specifically in Kane country for all 12 years. Um, we own Again, we operate one of the largest insurance uh, state farm agencies in the country, and I'm super proud of that. And we serve the Santa Clarita Valley and all, and all of our communities. Um, and for us, like we, we do specialize in, um, you know, insuring homes and things like that. But what, what I want to accomplish with, with our, um, with our agency is really, you know, the education aspect in terms of like, how do we put people in the right places in the event of the unthinkable happens, right? So I don't want to get too gruesome or, you know, go down the, down the road where I get too negative, but insurance is something that I think, uh, most people aren't educated enough about it. And that's why my team are there to help. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you ever get any like good calls with insurance? Like it's either an accident or a fire. Do ever anybody ever call you like, hey, Henry, I got some good news. I, I need just insurance. Got, yeah, I just got married. Oh, we just had a baby. I love getting those calls. Wait, we, I can assure my <laughs> hold on. I can assure my marriage. We just we yeah. well, where were you a couple years ago, man? <laughs> we, we missed the boat on that one. But my favorite call actually is yeah. when I get calls from we just purchased our new home, oh, our perfect, first yeah. home in Castaic. <laughs> right? Hold on, hold on. We love Castaic. Can we do a quick shout out for Castaic real quick? The original uh, 805 Castaic. Wow. Which actually brings me to a question. Now, okay. you aren't originally from Santa Cruz, I'm right? I'm not. I'm not. Do you want to share where sure. you are from? Yeah. So most of my upbringing was on the west side. So I was uh, born in Torrance. Okay. Um, did a lot of my growing up in Culver City. Uh, went to school in El Segundo. Now, that was before Culver City was... 
Culver, Culver City. City. Yo, okay. this is 25 plus years ago. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, not what it is a today. A little muddy, right? Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. M- much, much different than what it is today. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah, I'm a beach guy. Yeah, you know. Um, Hold on. Beach. You're a beach guy? Beach guy. You swim? That's where I got the color from. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Should we keep hey, talking about this? All Latinos want to swim, bro. <laughs> it's a prerequisite for sure. Okay. 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 But uh, yeah, Culver City, Santa Monica, Venice Beach, those, those are my old thumping grounds right okay. there. I don't um, think I knew that. Yeah, and then from there, and actually specifically playing baseball in at Mar Vista. Okay. So, okay. Um, but my parents had uh, two choices. So right around when I was 12, 13 years old, they had Plan A, which was staying, uh, staying Mar Vista, uh, pay you know three hundred thousand for a nine hundred square foot home. Okay. Or move to the Antelope Valley, the new Santa Clarita. <laughs> this was Plan uh, D. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna go with Plan B. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but Plan B was to, uh, yeah, to, to they found a, uh, a new construction, you know, 25 plus years ago. Okay. Um, in the Antelope Valley in Rancho Vista to be specific, which is again the new Valencia Santa Clarita. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Did you just compare Antelope Valley to the new Valencia? Slightly. Hold slightly, on. Slightly. Slightly. Hold, <laughs> hold on. Did I miss something? Should we get to the voice? Um, do, do we have we have an elite voice? I think we have a voice. What is the voice thing about Let's that? Let's ask them about Antelope Valley to a Santa Clarita voice. No comment. Oh. Okay. Not even a call. Okay. I like it. All right. I guess okay. enough said. Right. He's right? got to warm up a little bit, right? You got to get him warmed up a little bit. So, so yeah. So my parents had again the two choices, right? So it's you know we're a family of four, and I'm 12, 13. My sister is 11 or 10, and you know get a home for 300,000 in Mar Vista for yeah. 900 square feet, no more than like 1,100 square feet, which is a lot back then, 25 years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, in terms of square foot, tiny home, and the cost was like 300,000. Yeah, that's right? expensive. So, um, or move into a three 3,500 square foot home. On a golf course in Rancho Vista. In the middle of nowhere. Yes, in the okay, middle perfect. of nowhere. My parents made a decision to move our family to the Antelope Valley. And to this day, Dad, if you're watching, I, I blame him on my inheritance. I'm like, dude, what'd you do? What did you do? My inheritance. Now that home, that 900 square foot home in Mar Vista, $1.5, $1.8 million. Not so much in the Antelope Valley, right? Not, not the... the, the we didn't see the same amount of yeah. equity and growth yeah. in the Antelope Valley, unfortunately. But you know what? Things worked out. Um, you know, uh, going to high school in the Antelope Valley. Yeah, how was that? I was Cortill Rebel, baby. Did you? you? Know, it was good. Did they have a like security as you walked in? <laughs> that was a kind of a while ago, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll keep those details out for this <laughs> hey, one. Hey, we're um, on the podcast. <laughs> sharing is caring. Yeah, but the Antelope Valley um, is it, near and dear to me. It, it is who I am. It's part of my upgreen, uh, upbringing. Um, and from there, um, I, I got my first big boy job, so to speak. I keep using air quotes. I'll stop that right, right real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah, to find a big boy job. <laughs> your actual first you know, big boy job at a bank. Okay. So I worked at Washington Mutual, um, and I was a bank teller for a little while. And really? then from there, I was promoted, promoted relatively quickly. And we came, I came to the Santa Clarita Valley. That, that is what brought me my, my first big boy job. And it was uh, in so New they Park. transferred you down here. They transferred okay. me down here I as a that. personal fi- uh, PFR, personal financial representative. So you were in charge of money. I was in charge of money. This is why we get along. <laughs> basically, the guy opening checking savings accounts, credit cards, things of that nature. Yeah. This was Washington Mutual, right? Washington Mutual, and then it was bought out by J.P. Morgan Makes, Chase. Yeah, Washington Mutual is out of business, right? Yeah, they are. And yeah. you were running the finances, or not? Not the yeah. entire company's okay, financing, okay. Ryan, okay. but you know, individuals' finances. Yes. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So. That's, well, that's, that's what brought me, you know, brought me into the Santa Clarita Valley, and I've been here now, going on fourteen or fifteen years now. Would you say most of your business now is in Santa Clarita, I or do you say, still yes. do business in the Antelope Valley? So I do business in the entire, the great state of California. Okay, but the majority is centralized here in Santa Clarita. Yes, makes sense. Yeah. 
Awesome Town. Yeah, Awesome Town, USA. Do you think this is Awesome Town? I truly believe to my core that it is. I like Absolutely. it. I agree. I I'm agree. raising my, my two little my two boys here. Uh, beautiful family. Love where I, I just I love the community. Work, work, live, play in Santa Clarita. That's the goal. If right? you have not seen Henry's family, it probably is the most beautiful family <laughs> in Santa Clarita. His kids are beautiful. His wife or his uh, fiance is beautiful. So I agree. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah. Let, let's get back to ensuring marriages. <laughs> what if we move on from that subject and talk about your upbringing a little bit? But this is right? part of my upbringing, isn't it? We can move on. We can move let's on. Let's move on a little bit. So my upbringing. So I was uh, from Reseda, the okay. original Karate Kid. Imagine that. Ryan LaRusso, man. I love that movie. So I was in Reseda, and uh, similar to your story, my parents wanted something bigger, mm -hmm. uh, newer. So where did they find? Beautiful Castaic. Castaic. Beautiful Castaic, California. When I went there... Dude, so we have similar stories so, then. Well, you know, a little bit. I was okay. still in Santa Clarita. Hey, don't, don't downplay the AV. Because Castaic, AV... You said the west side. How, I was like... How about, how about we take it over to the voice? Voice? Okay, yeah. Castaic, AV, same... What are, we, what are we thinking? They're both LA County. They are not Santa Clarita Valley. Oh. All right. He's right. He's checking us. Okay. He is right. I like okay. okay. I like the voice. All right. right on. Yeah. So I moved to LA County. Okay. All right. And... Uh, when I went to Castaic, there was one streetlight. Man. One streetlight. Can you imagine that? That's exponential growth. One streetlight. Right now, there's two. Okay. Yeah, so it's grown a little bit. Was there a horse and buggy, too, or what? <laughs> What's going on here, dude? Horse and buggy. The the buggy finally had gas, and then, uh, you know, they finally built the mall. And what's cool is I saw this area develop significantly. I've been out here uh, since 85, and there was so literally no I was mall. born in 87. I, I know. How old are you, dude? Yeah, but who looks younger? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like uh, Benjamin Button over here. <laughs> <laughs> you look pretty young, too, though, actually. What are you, 27? Yeah, a little, a little older. How old do I look? Mm, I don't think you want me to answer that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Should we hit the voice? Hit the voice. Hit, the, hit voice. the voice. Who looks younger? Definitely Henry. I agree. Wow. Okay. Okay, there you go. The voice is spoken. The voice is true. Yeah, I like the, him. I like the I voice. Like him too. I like the voice. Um, so, a little bit about me. You know, I my big boy job with this class boy is a big boy job. Mm. KFC was my first job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no. we'll give it to you. Quick KFC story. Uh, I knew I wasn't meant out for it because uh, the Super Bowl was on and they wanted me to work. Drive through. And, and you're just like, nah. I was gone. No more <laughs> KFC for me. Uh, from KFC, I went to Target during seasonal. Have you ever experienced Target during seasonal? Oh, I can only imagine. And this is before we had like Venmo or, you know, pay with your card. Literally, people would just pay either like with cash or a check, and the line was out the door. What's, I couldn't handle it. Hey, what's cash? Money with people's <laughs> face on it. I don't even know if they still make that. Yeah, I do they? Doubt it. I do doubt people it. still yeah. use it? It's all digital now. Um, and then, so I was, uh, I was doing uh, Target, mm -hmm. and then I somehow was looking in the paper, and I was trying to figure out what to do, and it said something about graphic design. Okay. Did I ever tell you I was a designer? No. Yeah. What? I mean, look at this hair. The MVP? Look at this gear right here. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm a. I know you get a little bit of swag, but not like graphic designer swag. I got a certificate. <laughs> I got a certificate. Like a whole ass certificate? No. <laughs> sometimes I play it off like it's a degree. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Only sometimes. Okay. Yeah. But it's a certificate. And, okay. uh, you know, I. I I had to find something that I was passionate about. Okay. And I think for a lot of young people out there, uh, they struggle with this. Uh, you have kids. Yeah. Uh, I have kids. And I think it's hard for them to kind of visualize what they want to do. I was in that same boat. Right. Okay. So I went to graphic design school, graduated, and uh, somehow I found myself at a real estate firm. Okay. You know, wasn't really thinking real estate. Started were you doing, doing graphic designing for any of the realtors, for the brokerage? What were you doing? 
It was a specific realtor. Am I allowed to name drop? Probably not, uh, right? Yeah. They were on the west side, you okay. know, south of the boulevard, maybe. Yeah. And uh, I was just doing work for them. Okay. So if you remember, this was before uh, a lot of social media. Mm-hmm. So this is before we were able to kind of tag posts. So I was doing brochures. Okay. I was doing uh, like CD covers, listing books, just a bunch of different odd print stuff. Okay. Well, I realized quickly that I'm not going to be uh, very successful doing this. Okay. And as you could tell, I, I like talking to people. It's a little bit. Well, I mean, we kind of connected. Tiny. A little I, bit. I do you like you, talking to me or do I? I thought you were Jeff Bradolino. So. <laughs> Should we ask the voice? Do I look like Jeff Bradolino at all? Voice? Voice? Does Ryan Narditi look like Jeff Bradolino? Definitely not. <laughs> oh, the voice spoke. Damn, he keeps telling the truth. Yeah, he keeps, all that truth from the, from the voice. I like it. I, I like, like it, it a lot. Exclusive elite voice. I like it. <laughs> it is elite. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you know, to kind of speed it up, basically, I was uh, doing their uh, graphic design. Okay. And I started, uh, there was somebody that called on a home. Random story. Start, called on a home, got to know him, talked to him, built some rapport, all the stuff that we do today in today's real estate market. And he ended up buying the house. Man. And ended up buying the house. That's when the MVP started? Well, I didn't have my license, oh. so... We, we want to share that right now? No, no. Well, I didn't, I didn't help him buy the house. <laughs> oh, okay. The person I was working okay. for helped him buy the I, I like, house. I like how you backtracked on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't Perfect. like writing contracts. I didn't even know what a contract was at okay. the time. But I built enough rapport to think, hey, you know, maybe I'll get a referral fee. <laughs> Are we allowed to talk about that on here? Referral fee? You're, you're the expert. Yeah. So it was a referral fee. And okay. I thought it was going to be more. It was a lot less. <laughs> Significantly less. Not a big boy Yeah, that'd job. Be, okay. No, no, no. And after that, I was like, you know what? I could do this on my own. Mm-hmm. So I had a friend that worked at Remax out here. Big shout out to Remax. That's where the MVP started. Okay. And I, uh, I thought Elite is where the MVP started. <laughs> this take, is going to be debated a, a, for a while. Elite takes credit for the SCV MVP. Just saying. That is correct. Oh, oh the, the voice is oh, coming out of nowhere. He could be wrong. Yeah. He is due to be wrong. He's due to be wrong. <laughs> He's batting a thousand. The voice is batting a thousand. Let me ask the voice one more time. Voice, how instrumental was elite towards the SCV MVP. Pretty much everything. Wow. Pretty much everything. Who is okay. this voice? <laughs> that, I... We're questioning the credibility Jeez. now of the voice all of a sudden? The voice was the one who came back for you after you declined us. That wow. is true. Oh, that is true. Are we going to get into that, that story? Is... No, let's save that for a little <laughs> bit later. Okay. Well, you know what elite has done? I will uh, give credit where credit is due. Okay. You know, the cream rises to the top. And I wasn't always an MVP. Okay. I think if you surround yourself with greatness and you surround yourself with, do I get credit for that? I, I like it. Okay, I like you. it. I like it. I like it. Um, you know, and if you continue to surround yourself, and you know this, being in business yep. for a long time, you know, you got to surround yourself with like-minded people who motivate you yep. and who bring out the best in you. And that's part of uh, our business that can be challenging. 100%. I think that's basically the collaboration yep. where people kind of get intimidated. Yep. And I think what Elite has allowed, not just me, I think everyone on this platform, you can take different examples from different people yep. and grow as much as you want. I love it. Let me ask you, let me take that one step further. What, you know, utilizing Elite and even before the MVP came to Elite or before Elite created the MVP, as I like to say it, <laughs> how, how, how have you utilized networking in your business? And you've been in business now for how many years? Almost 20 years. Okay, so almost 20 years. Yeah. How have you utilized the networking platform? So I say 20 years, but if you look at me, you think I'd only be in like five because uh, I look what? 
27? A little rough. On a good day? A little rough. On a good... yeah. Well, they say I'm 5'8 on Kinda a really like good day. Kind of the real estate market right now. It's <laughs> a little rough, right? This quarter's been <laughs> booming, but yeah, it's a little tough. Um, So how have I utilized networking? Yeah. This is a great story. Um, I used to really be against networking. And I think because a lot of, and I'm probably not the only one who thinks this way, um, a lot of agents, they don't want to mingle with other agents. Yeah, I've heard that over right? and over again. Yeah, I think we've yeah, heard that. Yeah. Does that happen in insurance a little <clears throat> bit? Not, not so much. Um, and I say this with all due respect, the the egos aren't there uh, in the insurance industry yeah. as there, like there is in real estate. Yeah. And I will not name drop, but the egos just aren't there. <laughs> Should we so, have the voice name drop? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 we're not going to do okay, that. Okay, okay. <laughs> but um, at least for me, like the, the top performers, we network and mastermind regularly. Yeah. So And we have no problem sharing. So Here's the problem with egos in real estate. Mm-hmm. You could do two deals a year and your ego is gigantic, yeah. right? And I think that's a challenge. So for me, um, I was probably intimidated a little bit. You know, you're doing, say, 10, 20, 25 deals and you're in a room with someone doing 100 deals mm-hmm. there's yep. some intimidation sure. there. yeah. i think your pride has to really get under wrap mm-hmm. right and you really have to learn that hey i can use this to my advantage yeah. so i think i took that and ran with it alita gave me that platform you know i always joke with this but i do really want to be famous so hopefully oh, this podcast oh, own, gets us famous you only joke about that now <laughs> oh god well we finally made it here like <laughs> We're probably going to be you made it. Yeah, we made, made it. it. Yeah. So I guess I do owe a lot to a yeah. lot. Okay. Um, but I think going back to being surrounded around people <clears throat> doing these uh, transactions, it's a different mindset. One hundred percent. Right. Yeah. It's a different philosophy. Yeah. And I, like I mentioned, I wasn't always the MVP, but the more I'm around these people, the better I'm going to succeed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you see that in your business? Like, do you want to be around these agents who are doing? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, you know two minds are better than one and you know three are better than two and so on and so far so there's 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 so many people in my industry doing so many different dynamic and great things that like some you know a lot of the stuff that I actually utilize in my business 99% of that I didn't come up with right yep. I got it from somebody else who's implemented it in their business and and it and they they've made it successful so I'm going to take that idea when it's shared to me and one thing for me is I go and execute. If I ha- if I see or hear a good uh, strategy, whether it's marketing, whatever the case may be, whatever strategy, if, if it's good, I'm going to implement it. I so. noticed that about you. And I think being around elite, I've taken that upon myself to do that as well. I was going to say this at the next meeting is none of us, nobody in this room has reinvented a wheel. Not, right? not one person. Not the guy who created elite, Amazon. Elite right? itself. Right? Yeah, we're not reinventing we, we, wheels. We didn't re- reinvent the wheel at all. Take, we, may, we, we may have made, done it a little better, but it's the at its fundamental, the right? Yeah. At its fundamental, it's it's networking. It's yep. a network for people to tap into and utilize and grow their individual businesses, right? There's hundreds of thousands of other platforms that do the same thing, right? So I agree. I think with uh, when you collaborate, people look at let's say you for example, okay, and I look at you and I look at what you did. I feel like some people try to be you. Not you per se, but collaborating. Like, I, I can't be him. Mm-hmm. But what we lo- we lose is I can take things that he does. 100%, yeah. I like how he talks to people. I like how he's organized. I like how he markets. And I can use that to my advantage and basically create my own experience. Right. And I think Elite has done that. Right. right? So everyone who's been involved, collaborating isn't trying to be you or trying to be the voice. We're trying to be an MVP. I'm loving the voice right now, by I the know. way. I feel like yeah. we need to hear him again. Yeah, we should. Are we doing yeah. good voice? 
You guys are doing excellent. Let me know when you're ready for a couple questions. I'm ready okay. when you are. Okay. I think right. we're ready. It's up to you. I, I, I think so, too. But before we get into a, a question from The Voice, why don't we talk about a little bit about some of the current events? Dude, okay. what is up with this ongoing winter? Mike, I, I feel like I'm in the, an episode of, uh, of uh, what's the GOT? Is, uh, oh, um, like uh, the... Uh, Game of Thrones. Winter's coming. Hey, winter's been here for six months, dude. What? <laughs> What was that movie with Sylvester Stallone where he's in the snow all day? Cliffhanger or something? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. cliffhanger right here. You know what's funny? Like, we've all been to Big Bear, uh-huh. right? Uh, you can't we, get to Big Bear right now. There's people who are stranded. Yes. Stuck. Yeah, trapped in their house. It's I, crazy. I saw a lady had a dick for four days. Yeah, it is. She's still digging. Crazy. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know when it's going to stop. I mean, here in Santa Clarita, when's the last time we've had snow-capped mountains in March? Dude, it's March. Ever? Yeah, I'm digging the heat, right? When's the last time you and I enjoyed snow? Never? Yeah, never, ever. <laughs> yeah, not in my 15 years of living in Santa Cruz. You know what I'm excited about? I mean, obviously the weather's a lot. Hopefully it does get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited for March Madness. Yeah. Right? We know the NCAA yeah. is coming up. Yeah. I heard it's actually in uh, Vegas, one of the most busiest times for gambling that weekend. Oh, I'm sure. Right? You're betting on every single game. Every right? single game. There was snow in Vegas. Was there? I was in Vegas a couple weeks ago and it started snowing. No. I swear. On the strip? On the strip. No way. I swear. Yeah, I don't know where this is coming. How bad is the summer going to be? Ugh, I don't know. But I want summer to come because this winter is like, I feel like winter has been since October and we're in <laughs> March now. It's like six months. I have a question. Okay. Maybe this is for The Voice. Maybe it's for The Voice. Would you rather have 110 degree weather or 30 degree weather? 110. Yeah. I kind of agree. Yeah, bring right? on the one ten. Yeah, I kind of agree because we can the go in the pool. pool. Yeah, one hundred percent. Especially cool your up. pool. I like your yeah. pool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I live and pay taxes to live in SoCal <laughs> to get that vibe, and I'm get. I feel like I'm in Montana right now. With all the snow and rain, it's, I'm over it. I'm completely over it. And taxes in Montana are a lot less. Oh, a lot right? less. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So we talk to maybe the real estate market. Newsome, we talk to him. Hey, you know, we're getting Montana weather. What about these taxes? They're kind of high. Ugh. But you know I, kind what? Of. I guess that's another question for The Voice. Okay. Would you rather pay taxes and live in California or pay taxes and live in Montana? Definitely California. Yeah. I yeah. agree. 100%. 100%. All right. Uh, well, a little bit about the market, too. It's it's picking up. Okay. You know, talk about current events. Uh, last quarter was rough, yeah. uh, I think, for everyone across the board. But this quarter has picked up. Yeah. Good. Uh, more closings. Our biggest thing, and it's the elephant in the room, is inventory. Yeah. There's just not a lot of inventory. Yeah. I don't know when it's going to come. Yeah. But we'll see. I think now the general consumer, right, at, at large, if you will, is this is the new norm, right? New norm in terms of inventory being low, interest rates being higher than they were, yes. you know, pre-pandemic or during the pandemic. So rates at 6 7% is a new norm. And so that's why you're seeing that traffic now, yeah. right? So Buyer confidence is up. So I'm excited. And I think, like you mentioned, you know, Regardless of the market, regardless of the times, your service doesn't really ever change. It only levels up. 100%. So I think we both agree on that. Something that I preach every single day with my team is we have to provide a remarkable client experience day in and day out. And if we fall short, we're not doing our job. Uh, He hit it on the head. If if there's anything you leave from this podcast, it's you can create your own experience. 100%. That's collaboration at its best. I always share this whenever I get the opportunity to speak either one-on-one or in in a room full of 300 plus people. What I am trying to replicate is the Disneyland effect. And that sounds cheesy as hell, but Super hear, me, cheesy. hear me out. Yeah, I want to hear Goofy. How cheesy is the Disneyland effect? It's a beautiful thing, man. Oh. That's why they're making billions and billions and trillions of dollars. Right? Yeah. Here's my two cents on that. You don't go to Disneyland because you don't go to Disneyland because you like the mouse, right? 
Right. He's cute. That's but very true. You're not gonna spend thousands of dollars on the mouse. You spend thousands of dollars and people save life savings to go to Disneyland for the experience. Yes. Like right. It. That's why you go because of when you walk in, how it smells, right? When you walk it in, it does have, have a your, good smell. It's like that popcorn type of vibe. How clean is yeah. Disneyland? It's super right? clean. How good is the food? It brings you back to memories when you were a kid. It's true. They're, they are providing you the ultimate experience through their platform. And that's what I want to replicate at my office. Amazon and Jeff Bezos said it best, a frictionless process, right? And that's why Amazon is so big because if you want to return something to Amazon, they'll return anything, Yeah. right? So it's frictionless. And like that's, what, that's what we're trying to replicate at the Rodriguez agency, so. I like it. I think we try to do that in real estate, but in real estate, there's so much unpredictability, yep. right? Sure. Like you have an inspection, you don't know what's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. For me, what I've learned is communication kind of brings that Disneyland effect where I'm in front of it. Yep. I'm always available. I'm always accessible. Um, and I try to give that service that you're talking about. So, yeah, I like it. I love it. I love it. All right. We got some questions from The Voice. The Voice. Let's hear it. Yeah. So let's dig in. I'm going to go with Ryan on this first question right now. We're in the third month, going into the third month of the new year, and wanted to know what's something that you've learned about yourself um, in the first almost quarter of the of the year 2023 Oof. wow why are these that's, questions that's digging start? Deep. um so what have i learned about myself you know i think um great question you know last quarter uh of last year was rough and i think what i've learned this year is i can persevere through really anything um, i mean i've always had been strong-minded strong-willed but the proof's in the pudding especially when you have to be consistent show up every day pay your employees and really provide that experience when things aren't necessarily going according to plan. Okay. So I think I've, in myself, I've created just a little more perseverance and I'm willing to continue to just keep fighting through that. Well said, Diddy. Like okay, it? I like it. Is that it. an MVP yeah. response? Yeah, it was. It Boom. really was. I like it. You want to share too or you yeah, want me to go to the next go, question? Let's go, voice. I like it. Keep going. Yeah. Okay, let's oh, go. Oh, share that same question. W wait, would you like that or would you like a different question? Let's go with a different question. Okay, describe your perfect day. Ooh, what a question. Okay, my perfect day. Waking up at 545. Uh, ideally waking up with gratitude, uh, checking emails, hitting the gym by 7 a.m., getting a great workout, going to the sauna, getting a great sweat, coming back home, uh, kissing the wife, checking emails, uh, then getting to the office to about right around 10, 1030, get, have, you know, four or five client meetings at the office, then hitting the golf course around two o'clock, playing with my boy Diddy and amongst other friends that we have. For nine holes, you know, I'm nine hole eight. Yeah, we're not I don't, I don't like 18. Yeah, 18. I, I agree with you. Like, like nine. nine holes from two to four, right? Maybe we're having a few adult beverages, right? Finally, we'll talk about that later. Jeez. Then, then, <laughs> then get home, do the kid thing yeah. from, let's say, five to seven. Uh, <laughs> and then doing a little more business in the, in the evening, right? Get catching up, following up, things like that. But for me, that would be the ideal productive day for me. I like it. Wow. Beautiful. Please don't ask me that question. Beautiful. No, we're not going to ask you that question, okay. but I'm going to have you guys both answer this next okay. question, all right? Okay. And I'm going to just bring you down to your top goal for this year. What is your top goal this year? Okay. And what are you doing? What steps are you taking to get there? And then you'll go next. No, we'll, we'll, we'll let... Start with me this time? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. My top goal. Oh, man. That's a Let's tough one right there. That right? is. I am trying... So after reading a, the One Last One More book... Ed Milet, my top goal this year is to find, and I know I'm going to butcher this word, equanimity, 
which is basically a balance of like hard work and like living like a monk type thing. It's having that je ne sais quoi, that like peace. Say that word again. I'm, uh, equanimity. I like I'm it. I'm almost positive I, like I pronounced it. it correctly, but I might have butchered it as well. But it's to find that in myself by December 31st and how do I balance it all? Like, I'm very anal about every, you know, a lot of things, right? I'm high strung. I try to be at the top of my game at all, at, at all times. Would you say you're a perfectionist a little bit? I think, I think per, uh, perfectionist is the, 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 is the, how do I want to say The easy way out a little bit? I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist, but I strive to be yeah. almost too much, yeah. right? Um, so for me is again, finding that equanimity and, and I, again, I know I'm butchering that word, but it's finding, finding that balance, yeah. you know, work life. And oftentimes you can read every article and all kinds of books and there's no such thing here and there, but I, I need to, you know, I need a woo saw something sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah. Cause not everything, not everything is, um, is urgent. Yeah. But to me right now in, in my current state, everything is urgent so that I can, it, it's, it's who I am. It's part of my brand. Yeah. But I got to find that balance. I like it. Yeah, no. I think we all struggle with that, to 100%. be honest, especially in a service industry. Yep. Like we always got to respond right away. Got to be accessible right yep. away. Got to communicate right away. Right. I think finding that balance of, what was that word again? <laughs> Equal. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to find it right now. Equal. Can, I don't, you, I don't want to butcher it. You answer it. You answer You answer the question. Like I'm going to find it right, right now. What was the question one more time? The question is, what is your number one goal of this year? And what are the steps that you're taking to get there? And I don't think Henry answered what the steps he's taking to get there. But you go and then he can okay. come back. Yes. So what is my goal this year? Uh, I guess we're keeping this business, right? And I totally pronounced it right, actually. You did? Yes, I totally did. What was it again? Equanimity. I, I can't even say here's it. The, here's e the definition equanimity. of Equanimity. Yes. Mental calmness, composure, and evenness of temper, especially in a difficult situation. Can I take his answer? The voice says the voice says you should definitely work on right? that. Right? Can I take that answer? I like that. I want to work on the same thing and be the same thing. I love he it. He basically wants to be H Rod. I, I definitely it. don't. Well, maybe the Jewish version of H Rod, the J Rod. J Rod. There's, there's already a J Rod. Oh, there's a J Rod. My, my son's already J Rod. Yeah, he is. He's pretty good looking actually. The G, yeah, we'll come up with something. All right, we'll come up with something better. You know, I want to. Uh, I guess if we're talking business, I want to continue to provide excellent service. I want to continue to fight through times that are, aren't as easy. I want to be more direct. Okay. Right. I don't want to, you know, I build a lot of my business on my personality mm -hmm. and I like to get out of my comfort zone a little bit and maybe be more direct. Maybe if those clients out there and everyone out there has had clients like that, who you get along with them, mm -hmm. they're really good people, but they ain't ever doing nothing. <laughs> And I think for me, I would like to be a more direct okay. and give my services to, I know, people who uh, who I can grow with. Sure. Right. Yeah. I've struggled with that in the past. I think maybe that's a fear. We have, you know, as agents, I don't know if you deal with this in insurance, um, where you have a fear of losing a little bit, right? Okay. Like the more leads you have or the more clients you have, you feel good about yourself. Sure. Getting rid of somebody sometimes easier said than done. Yeah. I don't know if insurance you do I really, that, really don't struggle with that yeah. because if i need a fire client i will yeah you're good at that I, yeah yeah <laughs> i, I, I guess i want to get better at firing level people at that. yeah <laughs> because to me you know the 80 20 rule right yeah 80 percent of your business will come for 20 percent of your sphere yeah. right and then eight on uh, the uh, the other side of that 80 percent of your headaches also oh, i'm yeah. sorry 20 percent of your uh, headaches will come from 80 percent or something like that right but so for in, in terms of uh you know for me the um it's just, yeah, I get, I don't have a problem firing people. I know yeah. you are good at that. 
I guess I'm getting better at that as well. All right, I'll help you. But out I don't have to fire too many people. You don't. So yours, yeah. yours is a little bit different, yeah. right? So I guess to answer your question, uh, I like to just keep improving as a business professional. Get always improve business maturity and be able to make uh, direct decisions without, you know, falling into the I like you or they like me that type of thing. Okay, I like it, Diddy. Did that answer it, voice? Yeah, um, but the both of you guys didn't really explain what are the steps that you guys are taking. Taking. All right. So my step number one was actually realizing that I should work on this by reading Ed's book, right? That was step one for me. Uh, step two is, you know, I, I'm what I'm trying to um, actively do is, and I'm not trying to act, I'm actually doing it, is waking up with that sense of gratitude. Is I, I'm saying, hey, you know, thank you. Like this morning, I said, thank you for my first breath, and I took a big deep breath, right? And I'm like, thank you for uh, me for waking up to this gorgeous woman every day. And then I said, thank you for my beautiful home. Thank you for my beautiful kids. That's the first thing that I said when I woke up. It sounds like the voice I, is rubbing off on you. A little that's bit. That's what I was going to say. I don't think you used to. Uh, <laughs> no. This is good. But ever since I read that book, I'm like, I, I have to wake up with that sense of gratitude as opposed to like in panic in terms of like, you know, get hopping on my phone and going on the gram and going on face, Facebook and checking emails right away. And yeah. what's going on is taking a step back real quick, you know, 20, 30 minutes and just reflect on everything, you know, my hard work, you know, your hard work. Yeah. And just let it all sink in and... Be grateful for it, right? Have that sense of gratitude. Do you think being around elite, those like-minded people has brought this out of you? Uh, yeah, I would say yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So My what, steps? Yeah, oh, go ahead. yeah, yeah. Your what steps. Are, are you you're, no, your steps. steps? Yeah, so I, want, I want to hear your steps. Well, I mean, they don't vary that much different. I mean, acknowledging, I think, would be number one, right? Every acknowledging time. that Every time. Um, you have to continue to work. Yep. And I think that's all, you know, I'm going to come back to elite again. You look at these agents who are producing they're still learning. Yeah, 100%. I think it takes time for people to embrace that and to understand that. So I want to continue to learn. I want to continue to get better at what I do. Um, So back to the steps, right? That's what we're talking about, the steps. He he (laughs) digresses very well. (laughs) Uh, So basically acknowledging and uh, putting into practice. And uh, I'd say, you know, continue to do that for the rest of the year and hopefully it works out. Voice, great questions. Great questions. Great questions. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm ready. If you guys want to keep on you want, going, you want to do one last one? Yeah, oh, let's go. go. Let's one, go. One more each. Yeah, let's do one more each. All right. Well, then this one's gonna go to Diddy. What are two things that you're excited about right now? Like today? Um, like in this room right now? Whatever that means to you. What are you excited about right well, I'm now? I'm around in, two people that I like. So in life. So in general, I'm excited for uh, my son. I'll bring the oldest up first. Uh, he just booked another role, so congratulations Damn, on that. Damn, all right. I, like I have that. a I have an exit strategy, which we'll talk about <laughs> later. Once he becomes famous, I'm just I'll you're have open done, house. You're, you're retiring. Yeah, I like it. Well, he'll be my open house. Like you Got know, it. come meet Logan Arditi. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's part of your pitch. It's right? part of my pitch. Yeah. Like I'm when you're dad. when you're on a listing appointment. Hey, meet Logan Arditi. Sign the dot line. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen Selling Sunset? Yeah. Selling the mud. Wow. Yeah, we're coming. Okay, yeah, we're I got coming. it. I like it. Um, so I'm proud of him. You know, uh, raising a teenager who's 19, easier said than done. Um, you know, they want it so fast. And I'm just, uh, I'm really excited that he's motivated, he's dedicated, and he's working hard. Okay. Right? So I'm excited about that. My little one, uh, I've been coaching him. We're playing football for the first time. He's way too good looking to be. I know your son, he's pretty by good looking. Yeah, he's very good looking. People said he's looking like you. Is that weird? <laughs> wow, is that, did that get weird? Does that get weird? How is that coming? How's how's Christmas dinner? It's a little awkward. Um, but his mom, I don't really talk to her much, so we're fine. Uh, okay, you're good. it's fine. It's uh, fine. I do have good looking kids though. You huh? do. Like, you do. I, I don't get it. None of them. No, I they don't. didn't get the nose. 
They definitely didn't get these. So but, I don't know. I'm doing but they were they were born and raised in Castizi. Born, I mean, that must be it. Yeah, the water in Castizi. They, they didn't get the receipt side. That's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> they did that's not get the receipt side. <laughs> I'm excited to watch my kids continue to flourish, prosper, and uh, one more thing: lead by example. I'm excited to continue okay, to lead beautiful. by example. I like it. Diddy, I have one yeah. question based on the dynamics now. So I'm raising two little boys, but they're about 18 months apart. Yeah. Right, Jane and Mason. For you, my guy, <laughs> you are raising a teenager, and also yeah. Bray is seven? Seven. Seven. Teenager and seven. How is those two dynamics in your household? I just have one dynamic. They're, yeah. they're basically the same person right now. Yeah. Different personalities, but they basically like the same stuff, right? Baseball, they like golf, Roblox, they like PlayStation. Yeah. Same stuff, right? Your, your teenager and, and your seven-year-old, completely different worlds. Yeah. I Sometimes I look back, and I'm like, how did I get here? Yeah. You know? Um, two completely different, uh, kids and two completely different generations. Right. But they're, they're not that far off. So, you know, with my oldest, I was in a different place. Um, obviously I was younger. I wasn't in the same mindset. So I was able to kind of contribute a lot more in terms of myself to him. Okay. With Bray, you know, I'm more in a different mindset. Um, I'm busy a lot more, so I've had to learn how to balance. And that's why I think when you brought that up, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to learn that as well. So, but one thing that I'm grateful for is my oldest helps me with my youngest, right? Nice. Whether he watches him, uh, takes him out to a movie. Um, it's pretty cool. They have a relationship that is a lot different than I, I'm assuming yours that are closer. Yeah. They don't necessarily fight about probably the same, you know, similar things that maybe yours do. Um, so it's a blessing. And then it's also a curse because, you know, I'm just nervous. Like when Logan's 30 mm-hmm. and Bray's what? 21 i don't even know it'll be 17 yep. or something i'm just i'm just hoping that that you must be in real estate not good at math yeah right? <laughs> yeah no, that was kind of bad right yeah, yeah. so you know i just i want to continue that relationship to flourish and prosper and uh but it is different it's unique there's challenges yeah. but uh you know i'm grateful that that it's here it kind of keeps you going a little bit shout out yeah. to logan our diddy man yeah, he's the man i like it i like it and brother. a bray bray our diddy good stuff all right boys What's my question? I'm going to strip you down a little bit oh, right now. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Let me strip let's do it. you down. Let's do it. All these smiles and laughs right now. We're yeah. going to bring let's them to a, a, a short little, short little, little pause. genuine on right now. A little, a little jab. A little right. jab. Let's go. Right. Let's go. I want you to share with everyone what's your greatest fear. Ooh. Great question. Man, my greatest fear. Um, man, that is a question. If I'm being honest with myself, my greatest fear is not the well yeah not not li- not leaving a legacy on this world um because of the people who helped me become who I am specifically my mom and dad for sure my mom is not I'm not saying not living up to her expectations but like I want her her life was cut short and I want to be the person that lives her legacy through me right and so for me is if I mess up and maybe I'm too hard on myself and oftentimes that's why I need to work on that equanimity because I do strive for perfection oftentimes. Um, and so my greatest fear is not, is, you know, basically holding myself to that same standard that I hold myself to and, you know, messing up one day on something or looking bad or getting embarrassed or not being a top producer uh, at State Farm and you know, things like that is, that's probably my great fear is if I become normal or mediocre i don't know um and and then being okay with it um but if i'm being honest it's like not living up to the rodriguez last name would be for me like if i'm being honest like just not living up to it would be 
crushing for me and probably my biggest fear. There's a lot of Rodriguez's though. But not there's only one H rod. Yeah, that's true. One H rod. That's true. All right, one H rod. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted, Diddy. <laughs> I like your story. I think we have similar uh, mm-hmm. stories. You mentioned your mom. How old were you? Do you want to share a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, I lost her way too young. I lost her seven, eight years ago. So not that to, long. To ovarian yeah, cancer. Sorry. Yeah, man. Um, and the greatest person that I've ever met that, that again, raised me. She's Superwoman, man. So Like you guys were close. Super close. Yeah. Super close. I, mean, I am first born in this country, first boy in the family. I basically walked on water at my, at my house. Yeah. Right? From, uh, you know, born from a single Latina mom. Yeah, like breakfast, din- lunch, dinner, uh, laundry, all my mom took care of me. Makes sense. Uh, which allowed me to focus in other areas as well, right? Um, but because of who she was in that hardworking, determined person. I mean, when my mom, when she came to this country, she was working at Pizza Hut making, what, $6 an hour? Yeah. To Right before she passed away, she was an executive of her company. Wow. Right? So, it's so a, you saw her grow. I yeah. saw her grow. Yeah. I was a latchkey kid. I spent a lot of summers at home by myself with my sister. But <laughs> is that I what a latchkey saw... kid is? Basically, yeah, you're at home you're by at yourself. Home by right? yourself. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that I was, was our generation, I think. 100%, right? Yeah. right? I was eight, nine, maybe 10 years old. We didn't old. have Uber. No, none yeah. of that, right? But staying at home, watching my little sister, that was my summers, right? But I never, um, I never, like, uh, uh, I don't want to say this. I never resented my parents for it. For me, I took it another another route in terms of like I saw their hard work, right? I saw their determination, and for me, it's like I want to live up to that. I want to work just as hard as they do, and I think it's evident to my current work right now. I was gonna ask you, do you think you got your entrepreneurship from seeing your mom lead by example? Not so much the entrepreneurship, but that work ethic, one thousand percent. Yeah, one thousand percent. And you do work yeah. hard. Yeah. I know we joke back and forth, but this guy is probably one of the hardest working agents if not professionals in town i see him working all the time so uh you know my dad passed away when i was younger too and i think we shared this a little bit you know my angle was i saw him struggle as a salesman right like he was selling sugar-free candy Hmm. who buys sugar-free candy yeah okay and i just remember seeing him struggle day in day out and i that's where i got that fear of not wanting to be a salesman okay because i just didn't want to go through that that. it's all coming full circle it's all coming full circle always from the moment i met you Right. As soon as I found out you weren't Jeff Benalino, <laughs> you always said I don't ever want to come up as a sales rep, man. Right? Yeah. You, always, you do have that. You do have that fear. Okay. Well, I mean, I've overcome it, right? Somewhat. I still, you know, in the back of my head, I still kind of self conscious and mm-hmm. those types of things. But, um, you know, when he passed away, it kind of brought out like the fear of uh, not wanting to fail, mm-hmm. right? That right. fear of wanting to stay around. Mm-hmm. But it took me time to realize, like. It doesn't need to be a sale. It can be what we talked about, an experience. A relationship. A relationship. Building rapport. Helping Building people. Rapport. 100%. And I think that is the part of sales for a lot of young people and even people that have been in the industry yep. for a long time. That's the difference. Yeah, I that's, agree. That's the difference between being that entrepreneur leveling up like an HROD um, or kind of being that status quo yeah. of just going through the motion. Yeah. So. I, I think like we're relatable it. with that. Um, I would agree. You know, I'm yeah. sorry to hear, but you should be proud of you. Thanks, man. Right. Thank you, bro. Well, let's wrap up this first episode, man. It's been thank, a good one, man. Thank you for being my co-host, dude. Not... It's actually turned out better than I thought. It's pretty good, I right? was real iffy I having you nervous. on here, dude. <laughs> I was hoping for Jeff, if I'm being honest again. <laughs> well, you, he will come on, but he's not going to show his face. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Um, before we wrap it up, Diddy, we have a lot of events coming up, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's talk about the stuff that's going on on the main. What's up with it? So we got, uh, for all of you who don't know, our office is on Main Street, mm-hmm. um, and that is definitely... Not my office, but 
your office. We're trying to get you there, I think. Yeah, we I would know, like to, I but I know you, uh, you're you pretty much running I like, all of Santa Clarita, but Canyon Country. I like I know saying you, Canyon I Country. I know you like it. <laughs> Um, so, but Santa, uh, the Main Street, and you tell me if I'm wrong, it's kind of becoming the new hip oh, spot, right? 100%. Right? Main Street's where it's happening. If you don't know, you need to come to Main Street. We got a bunch of restaurants, a bunch of food, and it's just the beginning. So, I think the first event you and I are collaborating on is the Cowboy Yeah, Cowboy Festival. Festival yep. Right? I don't know the exact date, uh, but we will have, uh, I think, we'll be right by the stage. Yep. Uh, we'll have our own VIP access. Yes, sir. Um, I think connect with you maybe or yeah, connect with connect me. Connect with both of us. Connect yeah. with yeah. any of us uh, to get on our list and to get the exclusive access yep. to the VIP. Uh, you'll have front row and there's a bunch of other amenities that we can share yeah. a little bit later. 100%, yeah. I know Elite has some stuff coming up you want to share? Yeah, so we are on May 2nd, that, that date is tentatively, but we're working hard and actively to have our second big event, which is uh, essentially our Elevate launch party on May 2nd. Uh, over at the Canyon Country Community Center. Stay tuned for more information on that one, though. If yeah. you did not go to the uh, last event, you missed something. Fire. There was uh, energy Fire. in that room that I haven't felt in a really long time. Yeah, it was so, good. Kudos was good. to uh, Elite for really putting on a show and yeah. uh, an experience. Yeah, right? experience, and that's what we're going to keep coming with that. So that's excited, May 2nd, man. and May 2nd for, for that next um, collaboration with Elite and Elevate. And then what I'm really excited about is um, our uh, light up on Maine, man. I know. That's going to be huge. I know. I'm excited. How about experience? That's it's going to be, be experience. Really cool. A little bit away. Yeah. A little oh, bit away. For sure. Yeah. But if you haven't experienced light up Maine, I think this year. It's going to be fire. It's going to be fire. Yeah. We got a couple different locations. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have a VIP, VIP, MVP spot. VIP, VIP, MVP yes. spot. Okay. Ultimate lighting Maine experience. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I like the name. Yeah. It's fire. I like it. Okay. And we'll be collaborating on that. Um, but that's not till what I think uh, November. November. Yeah. Right. But, but stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned for sure. And we got some other stuff coming yeah. along. So yeah. uh, I'm excited, man. Yeah. For I sure. think it went good. It's gonna be a good year. I love it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for uh, watching us. Uh, for I'm not sure how long it's been, but it's our first episode, and we're looking forward to many more. Your favorite insurance guy, Henry Rodriguez. Appreciate you. Your SCV MVP. We're out. Elite baby. And Baba Bowie. And the voice. <laughs> <laughs>